bird's eye potato waffles. They're waffly from bird's eye. They're waffly versatile, surely. They're also waffly from bird's eye. Welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. Now, before I say hello to you, Izzy, when we say awfully, as in, oh, it's awfully good, that makes no sense. Nor does terribly. That's, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, terribly good as well. Full of full of terror and full of awe. Yeah, it's um, it's like true lies. What's that called? It's, uh, oh no, my brain stopped. Well, you did very well. I mean, you lasted, what, 10 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called when one word is the opposite to the other? It's like literally what this podcast is. It's a... Oh, man. What you need to do is look up in Theosaurus because you've got words which are like them and you've got the other type of them. So you have a synonym and you have a... Antonym. But it's not an antonym, is it? It's... um. I can't remember what it's called. I'm sure one of our lovely listeners will write in or I will think of it and shout it at you in the middle of a sentence in 10 minutes' time. Of course you will. Of course I will. Anyway, how are you? Fuck off. Don't what? You always ask me that and I consider <laughs> it very rude. <laughs> Because it's always like, oh, how are you? What have you been doing with your life? What? Pressure's all on me then, isn't it? No. How are you, Simon? You got a tickly cough. I got a tickly cough. I got a father that is legless, literally. He's No, no, he's not legless. He's got 75% of normal legs. Well, um, 66, I reckon. Well, no, it'd actually be above 75% because we all have, um, we all have, like, if you're going percentages of the average legs, we all have, like, 110% or something. Okay, yeah. Okay. On average... Average, so. he's got less than a hundred percent leg. Um, but other than that, you know, yeah, what life could be. Simon's dad's a pirate. I, I was thinking I might make him a false leg on my lathe, but make I'm not sure that. <laughs> Well, everything I make on the lathe ends up as a dildo. <laughs> it is a dildo, Simon, because uh, of the nature of the only bits of equipment you have. You've got, you can make a bowl and you can make a dildo. So literally, you can make both parts of the human anatomy and you can put one in the other. I mean, he would be inserting his leg into um, a cup of some description that I lazed. I don't know what I'm talking about. They're called it? clogs, Simon. Uh, what the bit at the top of the? Okay, I don't know what's going on anymore. Ah, I'll just be a pirate for a second. Ah, um, should we play the game? I think you should just cut the whole thing and just cut to that point. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know what is the opposite of a cornetto tip. The best bit of cornetto, according to you. Because it's not the tip, it's the bottom, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting... Which end of the cornetto is the top and which is the bottom? Exactly. Um, this is mm. why cornettos lack testicles. If cornettos had testicles, you'd know. Sorry, I was just thinking about whether or not cornettos should have testicles or not. Sorry, I got so It's a deep, meaningful conversation, Simon. <laughs> so what happened was, I bought a cornetto. And I normally buy a mint cornetto if I buy a cornetto. So that would be... Like, so basically, you just went, I didn't brush my teeth this morning. I know what I'll do. I'll buy yes. a mint cornetto. So that would be the world's end, a mint cornetto. Okay. Um, 
But I didn't have any, so I bought a strawberry one, which is Shaun of the Dead, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was eating it, and I was thinking, the ice cream in a Cornetto is actually disgusting, especially in a strawberry one. And the only thing that makes the Cornetto a nice experience is eating the cone. I think you're wrong about the ice cream of Cornetto, as long as you're not expecting it to be like, you know, Magnum level ice cream. Well... I think it's quite mi- good ice cream for it's it's more like a Mr Whippy style of ice cream. The mint ice cream's good. I'm, I'm gonna con- I will concede that. Well, but... What's wrong with the strawberry ice cream one? What was wrong with your one? Had it gone a bit dry, the way that some well, ice creams go a bit like dry. Sorbet. So it had the white sorbet? ice cream, and then it went into the pink ice cream, and it was almost like sorbet. That's like there was bad. not enough cream in it. That's, that's all right. So anyway, I I was basically saying that strawberry ice cream's never a great thing. No, I suppose not. It's never your favourite flavour ice cream. Nobody. That's why you can't buy tubs of it. You can buy tubs of strawberry ice cream. I don't think I, you can. I'm sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can't. I think you can like buy chocolate tubs. I think you can buy vanilla tubs. And I think you can buy like tubs of different sort of mixes of things. But I don't think you can buy strawberry. Like You can buy butterscotch ice cream, but I don't think you can buy strawberry on its own in a tub. So there. I think you should look on the Tesco's website. No, we live in a world where you can buy Neapolitan ice cream in a tub, and that is wrong. So the, the ice cream world is dead to me. But anyway, and what yet was... you want to know about Cornetto <laughs> tips? But what I was getting. So the at... tip of Cornetto in my head would be the paper thing at the top. Well, that is the top of the that's Cornetto the lid. Yeah, well, that's a lid. But under the lid, when you peel it back, Simon, where's the tip of the iceberg? It... Well, exactly. I mean, if you're going to say where's the foreskin of the of the Cornetto, <laughs> you would say it's the paper around around the outside, and you don't yank the foreskin back from the wrong way, don't you? So I'd say the tip is actually the top of the Cornetto because it's tip top, isn't it? It's not the bottom mm. of the Cornetto, the little cone. All this is to say that you can actually now buy boxes of Cornetto tips. Which is just see, I don't, we were discussing this before and you were saying that the best bits, the reason Cornettos are good is that you've got through all of the hard work of eating them in order to get to the tip and the tip is the best thing. Now, I would say if you're hot, no. I've Mm. actually left an ice cream cone before. Well, you're weird. I I distinctly remember leaving it because I just didn't want it. I just wanted the coolness of the creaminess of the ice cream and I left the cone. And also, the chocolate in that cone is not nice chocolate. Mm, I disagree. I it's think not, it if is If you had nice. a bar of that chocolate, you'd be disappointed. The only reason it's any good is because you freeze it. Well, that too. But I think the, the, the cone itself around the chocolate is quite a nice experience. It's a bit chewy. Well, not if you've, not if you've eaten your yeah. cornetto correctly. What was I, that I, noise? I, that was me being a bit chewy. <laughs> Not totally chewy, just a bit. Okay, I uh, I get your joke. It was a good joke. I'm an idiot for not getting it. Well, that's so, why I make them. That is a thing, right? You could you could also I think you could buy polo holes, can't you? Now? You used to be able to back yeah. in the day, but like 15 years ago. Not so now. is that the opposite of a cornetto tip? No, it's not the opposite of cornetto tip. What's the opposite? The round of a circular tip? disc of cardboard is the opposite of a cornetto tip. Oh, the, or or the lid? You mean? It's actually it's the license. Um, you know when you had to destroy your um, driving, not license, but your your tax disc. Ta- yes, the tax disc. Mm, yeah, I don't understand why it's the tax disc because of the roundness and the. That's what it's they remind really you of. difficult to tear that out of its. Why did they not just have it square? Why did you have to tear it into a circle? Yeah, I remember that. It's like the world's most trickiest stamp. Yeah, it, it was all wrong. Because so, I think somebody got off on that. 
Okay, so hang on. So it was a horrible experience tearing the disc out, and at the end of it, you'd bought your tax disc. So it was a disappointing. Yeah, you're right. The opposite to me of a Cornetto tip is a tax disc, a road licensing disc, whatever you want to call it. Also, if you try and display a Cornetto tip in your windscreen, it's not <laughs> going to stay up for long. Now, I want to know what is the opposite of Whoppers? And I do not mean Burger King Whoppers. I mean the Hershey's Whoppers, which are, and I quote, the original malted milk balls. So that these are the American version of Maltesers. Yeah, I don't think they look quite as nice as a Malteser, to be honest. Well, they've got Hershey's chocolates on them. Well, so that too. Pretty... I mean, if you want to go lower than Cornetto tip chocolate, Hershey's chocolate, which is basically not chocolate. It's just brown sugar. <laughs> so what it reminds me of their chocolate, it's like... You know, do you remember trios? And remember the sort of cream in a trio? Yeah, the toffee. Yeah, (laughs) it's that, but brown. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not a fan of American chocolate. I would suggest, and I don't really know why, that the opposite of a Whopper is a Twizzler. Explain what a Twizzler is. Well, it's just really the word association, because a Whopper sounds like a massive cock, and a Twizzler sounds like tits. Oxymoron! I told you I would shout it out loudly when I remember. Like military intelligence. <laughs> yeah, like military intelligence, exactly. Mountain True lies. Like. Awfully good, terribly bad. No, terribly bad is not an <laughs> That's a, a tautology, isn't it? Terribly bad. Anyway, yes, sorry. So, Twizzlers, sorry. I was shouting out oxymoron. So, Twizzlers are an American um, sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just, you know, they're just those... They're a bit like shoelaces, but they're all sort of tied together in one sort of, like, pasta shape. Oh, yeah, I know the thing you mean. That you often see teenage girls eating them in yeah. uh, teenage rom-coms. You've watched um, Clueless recently. I have watched Clueless recently. I, I just bet there are Twizzlers in that. I there bet are, there are Twizzlers There are in Twizzlers in that. There are definitely Twizzlers in that. I'm but you know sure what I mean? There are Twizzlers it's a very... I mean, Twizzler is a. It does. It does suggest nipple tassel to me, and a Whopper does suggest a massive dong. So I really hope no kids listen to this, Simon. So well, yeah, I mean, I could edit that out if you would like me to. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not wrong, <laughs> but I'm just really hope that none of the children who read any of my books listen to this and then just go, Mother, what is a massive dong? Well, well, she's like, anyway. ask your father. Well, don't ask your dad. Um, so Whoppers were first sold unwrapped, and you could buy two essentially Maltesers for one cent. That's I find probably that about right. Yeah, well, no, most sweets used to buy unwrapped. Well, that's true. You can still go. I mean, when we had a Woolworth, Simon. Oh yeah, pick and mix. I don't like a pick and mix actually. I I prefer a sweet shop with jars where you go. Can I have a quarter of sherbet scales, lemons? Scales, though, Simon. That's quarter scales. of those. Quarter of those. They you do can't... have scales. Yeah, but they they they. You see them put their finger on them. Like you put your mm, finger on that. Yeah, well, you'd hope they'd use the scoop. Well, yeah, no, 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 not in the sweets. I mean, on the scales to make it heavier. Oh, you think they, they, well, as a kid. Foam bananas, that is the best thing to buy on those, I think. That's, that's well, you'd where get you get more, more bang for your buck. Bang for your buck, which is a terrible thing to buy in a pick and mix. Don't buy it? fudge. Fudge yeah. is surprisingly heavy. It is, but that would be good in a pick and mix, wouldn't it? Because you get loads of fudge into your, your bucket. Oh, I see. Which... So pick and mix is about volume and not about weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They used to have a thing like that um, in uh, Waitrose on the olive counter. Oh, yeah, that's And true. I remember yeah. cramming so many different types of olives and cheeses into one pot and it nearly bursting. 
but I managed to get it in. You've got to be careful. You've got to empty out the olive oil, you see. And you get oh, more. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's clever, yeah. Thanks. So talking of the thumb on a scale, I as a kid, when you bought penny sweets and put them in a bag yourself, you'd stuff it full and you'd take it up to the counter and the shopkeeper would look at you and go, I'm not counting all that. How many sweets are in there? And you'd go, 28, because you only had 28p, but you had 36 in there, really. And he'd go, really? And he'd go, yes, really. And he'd go, all right then, 28 pence. Did you live in some sort of like 1940s <laughs> sitcom? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, the opposite of a whopper is actually hundreds and thousands, if we haven't oh, done those already. What, why is it hundreds and thousands? Or sprinkles, because they're tiny. Uh, well, yeah, but whoppers aren't big, are they? Let's be honest. They're, they're, they're Malteser size. I mean, it's it's a bit, bit, bit bad marketing, isn't it? Okay. Uh, the silver balls that you put on cake decorating. Yeah, but... I think hundreds of thousands isn't a bad idea. Well, I think we might have already done hundreds and thousands. We haven't. What? No, no, we haven't. Blimey. I mean, unless I've written it weird. Unless I've written it either. Well, would I have written it one hundreds and Uh. thousands? Or would I have written hundreds as a word and thousands? I've tried it both and I haven't found it, so... Well... Do you reckon there are thousands of hundreds in hundreds and thousands? No, there are hundreds and there are thousands and they're all mixed together. Okay, what is a thousand and what is a hundred in a hundred and thousands? I would say um, the red ones are the hundreds. Are reds and red pinks. Ones? Reds and pinks and yellows and whites, isn't it? I just think it's white, yellow, orange and pink. Oh, you say orange, not red. Oh, uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's red. Red's too garish and they're more pastel-y coloured than that. It's really difficult to see in a picture of hundreds of thousands. Yeah, no, they're, uh, no you might be right. They might be orange. In this one, there's blue, green, yellow, pink. Oh, there's blue. I'm surprised. And white. Yeah, but I don't think that's... I see... Th- I, I, I don't sprinkles think that's a traditional... In, on Etsy, you can buy rainbow sprinkles, and they've mm. definitely got blue in. If you go and have a look at Dr... What's his name? Dirk D- oh, D- oh. They're definitely just three colours, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So there's a difference between a sprinkle and a hundred and thousands. But I'd still say there is a sort of peachy colour, a yellow, a white, and a. Yeah, there's definitely not a red. You're correct. I was thinking of sugar strands, probably. See, I only get Dr. Oetker because I like to really make myself think I'm taking medicine when I make a cake. <laughs> so, me, the opposite of a whopper is hundreds and thousands. Or the opposite of whoppers, I should say. Mm. Now, Laura wants to know, what is the opposite of badminton? And I, I literally badminton. chose this so I could say shuttlecock a lot. Yeah. I, I'm going to be mean, honest. It's just so depressing, badminton. Do you want to know an interesting fact about badminton? Did it start off because they found a dead bird and twanged it into a tree? Well, it's... A lot of games in Europe in the olden days used a shuttlecock mechanism, but it probably came from Battledore and Shuttlecock, which is like hacky sack, but with rackets and shuttlecocks. So the idea is just to keep it in the air. There was no net or court or anything. And the the, 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 the game as we know it comes from a, an Indian town called Pune, where the British officers stationed there invented the, the court and the net bit of it. And it was called Pune for a bit. I'd prefer Pune to badminton. Badminton annoys me because 
in my head it's got a G in it and it doesn't have a G in it. Oh, you think it's Badminton? Yeah. Or oh, okay. Bagminton. Or Bagminton. Oh, Bagminton. Bagminton. But Badminton just sounds like a really rubbish name that Charles Dickens came up with. It's Mr. Badminton. What an arsehole. So, I want to say it again, shuttlecock. It's a, it's a fun thing to say, shuttlecock. It is. They used to be made of feathers. Well, they still... Uh, when I grew up, I had shuttlecocks with feathers in. No, so you didn't. You had the I plastic did. ones that were so broken they looked like feathers. No, I had feathered ones. You were posh, but they do not use feathered shuttlecocks now, I'm sure of it. Well, they you can buy feathered shuttlecocks. Right. So, right. 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 Googling this shit, man. Okay. Feathered shuttlecock. Yeah, fine. Just because it's goose feathers. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, that's what you tease your cat with, not what you play badminton with. Well, I've played badminton with those, and they break apart and get stuck in a tree just as fast as other. Well, yeah. It's really frustrating to game to play outside badminton. Because well, it's it's very popular in America as an outdoor garden sport. That's because they have no wind in America. They don't play it in Chicago, do they? No, they don't play it in Chicago because that's the windy city. Thanks for your, explaining I, that I, joke I got your to reference. me. So. I was explaining how Maybe. I understood that. I explained that I understood the joke. That's what I was doing. Maharishtra is really, like, unwindy. Or maybe they've oh. got really annoying birds there. <laughs> Just smacking birds around out of annoyance. Yeah. Maybe. That, I mean, that's nasty. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the, the British occupiers to be nasty. Nasty. What? How oh. dare you? How dare I'm sure, I? I'm sure the British did absolutely nothing wrong in India. Not no, ever. Sure. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever. Never, ever, ever have I ever, ever felt. Of course. Exactly. So, what is the opposite of badminton? We um, all know what badminton is. Is it squash? Oh, why? Mm. Badminton, two players, notoriously gentle squash can be just yourself against a wall. We've done the opposite of squash, but I think I meant orange squash. Ah, which well is then, let's, not, let's not get confused. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, um, total sense. But yeah, doubles are really annoying. What I really resent about badminton is the people who've worked out how to serve fast, because you can serve oh, like tennis yeah. and they yeah. just ruin games because they just they serve do. and it's a point, serve and it's a point. So anytime they serve, you don't get to volley back unless you're like a fucking athlete that's true is it volleyball it could be i mean i i don't care about either so clay pigeon shooting what Clay pigeon shooting? Clay pigeon shooting makes a lot more sense to me as the opposite. I think so. At least you're being honest with clay pigeon shooting to an extent. I want to shoot pigeons. I mean, it's not like you could... I mean, it's much less cruel than shooting pigeons because it's not so much the shooting of the pigeon, it's squeezing him into the gun to get... (laughs) to fire them up in the air so you can then shoot them. Yeah. Really, wood pigeons are surprisingly hard to shoot. You have to really get them in like one spot because their feathers reflect like the shot. Really also, if you easily. shoot, if you shoot a wood pigeon, you get a lot of splinters. Windy letting, city, <laughs> letting that die. So, Laura, the opposite of badminton is clay pigeon shooting. Therefore, this week we have worked out the opposite of Cornetto Tips is a tax disc. The opposite of Whoppers is hundreds of thousands. And the opposite of Badminton is Clay Pigeon Shooting. You may play your other podcasts. Oh, yes. I do the Z List Dead List, which is about obscure people from history. I do the British Museum Member Cast, which is about members of... No, it's not. It's um basically looking at exhibitions and stuff inside the British Museum. The latest one is all about contemporary Middle Eastern and North African art. Mm, intellectual. Mm. I also do Terrible Lizards, which is about the Stomp Stomp Roar 
monsters uh, that um, haunt your dreams at night. And uh, you can buy my book. It's called The Unstoppable Letty Peg. And you can pre-order my book. It is called Billy Swift Takes Flight from izzy.com, I-S-Z-I.com. Thank you. Do all of that because it's all good. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.